all you IT listeners out there. I just wanted to take a moment before the show to share with you our new sponsor. We've been working with BestRadioTravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to our loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the upcoming show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rates. Awesome. Let's start the show. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, girlfriendit.com, and the movement, girlfriendit. Here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on toginet.com. Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Patty Wyatt. I will be your host for today. And for those of you who listen to the show, you know I am a strong advocate of being intentional with your day. And that is what the focus of the it is, to really go, what is my it? How am I living it? How am I refining my it? And for my um, specific temperament, I am driven by results. So I just have a couple funnies of what has taken place this week, Um, basically the diaries of Patty Wyatt. And as I say that out loud, there's a part of me that says, why would people care? But I know we're all a little voyeuristic and we like to peek into other people's lives. And that is what um, I'm going to do for today is peek into a little bit of what my my week has looked like. And I'm going to start with uh, yesterday. So first up, my friend was sharing her intermittent fasting and how she lost 20 pounds. Uh, Granted, she was also eating healthy alongside the fasting, but a big shout out to Robin Friend. So this was a a little while ago. We all went to lunch, a bunch of old college um, girlfriends, not old, I should say mature college uh, friends. And she was sharing all the things that she's doing. And lo and behold, this intermittent fasting was brought up. Now, I I must be behind a rock somewhere in my life because apparently this is a new trend. A lot of people are doing this, but it's the first that I've, I've heard of this. So for those of you who are like me and you don't know what intermittent fasting is, um, what you do is you give your body a rest and you don't eat for 10 hours. So you try to stop eating a few hours before you go to bed. And then you wait that full, you know what, I say 10 hours and now I'm realizing I think it's more like 15 hours. (laughs) Anyway, I said 10, yeah, it's 15 hours. In other words, you skip breakfast and you eat everything within an eight hour period during your day. And this is so your digestive system can rest. So guess what? You cut out a meal and two meals instead of three, so you're consuming fewer calories per week and thus losing weight. Like, who knew, right? That, (laughs) oh gosh, if I eat less, then I will lose weight. But the intermittent fasting can help because your body operates differently when feasting compared to when fasting. So this is important for all of you getting ready for Thanksgiving, uh, the feast that you're going to be taking in. When you eat a meal, your body spends a few hours processing that food, burning what it can from what you just consumed. Because it has all of this like readily available, it's easy to burn energy 
thanks to the food that you just ate, your body will choose to use that as energy rather than the fat you have stored. So during the the fasted state, the hours in which your body is not consuming or digesting any food, your body doesn't have a recently consumed meal to use as energy. And I and I laugh when I say meal that my my mom was from the south, so my husband and my children always tease when I say heal and meal. So apparently um, I, I say it with a little bit of, of a weird accent. I don't know where that comes from, but stay with me. Back to it. Thus, it's more likely to pull from the fat stored in your body as it's the only energy source readily available. So burning fat equals a win, right? You're just not consuming all those calories and you're burning the right fat from when you were feasting. Uh, so I began my day with this, you know, new, I, I'm one of those that as soon as you're with your friends and they're telling you about, you know, oh, this diet worked or this vitamin worked or this, um, you know, exercise program worked. I'm one of those that I, I jump in. I'm, I'm like a chameleon when it comes to, oh, I'm going to blend into that. And, oh, I'm going to try that. So I began my day measuring my cold stone cream for my coffee because Robin said you can have two tablespoons in your coffee and that would still be part of the fasting. So I measured two tablespoons in my coffee. I'm actually going to, I took a picture because I wanted to send to Robin. I'm going to put that on, on Facebook, all the pictures <laughs> of the day because it made me laugh so hard. And then she said around 10 o'clock, she does this amazing protein drink, but I don't, I don't have all the ingredients for that. So I just put the chocolate whey, you know, protein shake at 10 AM because that was my, my fasting time where I could start eating. But this is where it got funny. By 2 PM, I ate two pieces of pumpkin pie. I literally went face down <laughs> into the pumpkin pie. I was just gonna, I was in the fridge. I thought I'm going to get a fork and just eat a little bit. And instead, you know how that is. Then you end up pulling out the entire pie. And then I just kept eating it, eating it. And then I went ahead and got the, you know, whipping cream and put whipping cream. And if, if you guys can picture that, I didn't put it on the pie. I thought, I'm just going to put a little bit, you know how you go <laughs> with all the whipping cream in your mouth after I took a piece of the pie. So you get the picture. Then there was a leftover piece of blueberry cheesecake. A big shout out to my friend Jody Christensen for the delicious cheesecake that we just had on Monday night. And of course, you know, once you start and you get that taste in your mouth, then you just keep going. So apparently I need to work on this new methodology of healthy eating and intermittent fasting. Um, there, there has to be a better system. I know emotionally I best get my mind right is what it comes down to. So the, the rest of the day, uh, apparently because I wasn't doing well on eating healthy, I completely destroyed it on YouTube with pure procrastination. So let me back into that. I, I'm i laughing because I did start the show by saying I'm a huge advocate of being intentional with my time. And now you can see the writing on the wall of where this is going. Uh, but this is my, once again, my behavior, my temperament of trying to be um, really intentional with my day. So you have to understand, I'm one of those people that on Friday, I will take 30 minutes to plan out the following week. 
and I I try to put everything on the calendar of or you know often it's already there but then I plan my days around what's already on the calendar and at the end of the day I like to spend 15 minutes planning my tasks for the next day. So I prioritize my top six tasks with the people and projects. So my, I like to call it the three P's where I prioritize, then the people, and then the projects. So in other words, what people do I need to hear from? I open up my laptop and I put the from in my outlook to go, what do, who do I need to hear from and what people do I need to contact to drive this project or this task to completion? This me- method helps me deliver my results and I can fill in my gaps with the biggest to the smallest items for my goals. So you might ask, why then am I wasting an entire day watching YouTube? So I honestly don't know and I'm, tr- I'm trying to evaluate that and unpack it to figure out where your brain goes that you can do this. And I I just went on a rabbit trail and I realized I need to talk about this because it can be highly addictive. So my, my task for yesterday was to clean out my shelves of all my past workbooks and my training materials because I just keep adding to my shelves without decluttering. And I was giving myself permission to watch a Christmas Netflix show while mindlessly, you know, cleaning it out, decluttering. I I want to back up though. I had been in and out of town for the past month in Indiana. So I go on Monday, I get home late Friday night, and you just slowly feel like your your life is a little out of control when you're gone that often. And you, you just, you, you know how that is. You come home on a weekend and you just keep putting piles on the floor. And when you have time, you're going to get to those piles. But the piles start really piling. And I was definitely feeling the need to organize and grab a little bit of my life back. And... It all started from one little Instagram notification of Harry Styles on Saturday Night Live. It came from one of my life group college girls. And I like to stay in the know to to understand the subculture of where they are in this season of life. So I clicked on it. Bad choice. Firstly, I do not know who Harry Styles (laughs) is. And I know we need to pause there for a moment. So don't judge me. I have two daughters and apparently um, they have mentioned his name in the past. And I do know who One Direction is. I just didn't know the names of all the players in One Direction. I, I hadn't filed it in my massive filing cabinet of a brain. And I've seen them. I just didn't recognize the name. So once again, back to that one click. Instead of organizing, I sat there highly intrigued with the Zary story of Zane and Harry, the breakup, why Zane left One Direction, and of Niall Horan and Harry's cute relationship, those two <laughs> friendship. And so one click of like Helen DeGeneres interview then led to another interview. And then I began watching all of the X Factor with their song, the compilation of all their songs that they sing. And okay, seriously, all of them, tons of concerts. It just went from one thing to the other. I did get up and I went for a really cool hike because it was raining and it was misty and it was beautiful. So my husband and I went went on a hike. And on the hike, 
I, I promised myself I'm going to come back and I'm going to get back to that decluttering. But that was about the time I came back and went face down into the pumpkin pie. And as I ate the pumpkin pie, I started watching more of their, their concerts and apparently completely just not honest with myself and my, my promise to myself. So there's some self-trust issues I guess I need to deal with of what took place yesterday as well. Needless to say, I am so glad I did not have access to this when I was younger. I love research and apparently I have no control over feasting on intriguing information. I, I don't know. I guess this might be like a part of gossip that was so intriguing, uh, but I genuinely wanted to know more about these, these guys and this cute boy band. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm on the couch confessing to you all. This is my therapy. But what I do know is that it is easy to allow yourself this kind of brain consumption. By the end of the day, I was feeling a bit unproductive using using this word to be kind to myself. I was not highly successful on my intermittent fasting. I turned it into a feasting and then I feasted on YouTube, never finishing my shelf organization. So once again, I'm purging to you all. I will now get off the therapy couch and I just want to say, let's challenge ourselves to take some action steps to be careful on what we are consuming emotionally. I think it would be really easy to just begin um, uh, having this kind of consumption when you start allowing yourself, you know, more and more days like this. Uh, And with that, I had read an article in the Wall Street Journal. This was an article back in August by Mary... Pfeiffer and Sarah Pfeiffer, I'm assuming they're sisters, talking about the lonely burden of today's teenage girls. And there's new research that suggests that many American adolescents are becoming more anxious, depressed, and um, just living more of the solitary life. They go on to say that young Americans have become unwitting guinea pigs in today's huge unplanned experiment with social media, and teenage girls have a rising level of anxiety, which I know we're hearing this over and over and over again, but I I don't even know um, what we can do. Uh, to to help with this. And and I really, it was interesting that they say a bunch of guinea pigs because we don't know the long-term effects of what's going on. And yet we can see just from the research that took place in 2016 to the research that's taking place 2019 with um, one survey by the Pew Research Center found that 36% of girls report being extremely anxious and depressed every day. It states that many girls um, rarely go out in the world alone. They don't know how to solve the problems by themselves. And when girls do eventually leave home, they often find themselves very ill-prepared to navigate real-life situations, even down to going up and, and Um, ordering something at a fast food or going to Starbucks and putting their order in, they're feeling um, anxiety and a little bit of a, you know, like a panic attack. 62% 
In 2016, uh, female freshman high school girls said they had experienced overwhelming anxiety or panic attacks. 62%. That is a lot of girls dealing with this. Bottom line, they are not spending time in the rural world. For example, a commitment to, well, I was going to say, for example, what took place with me yesterday, it's really easy to go down that rabbit trail and you're not out in the real world. It's easy to um, feel like you're in the real world because you're experiencing it through other people um, with their lens of, you know, these concerts or you're watching them in their, you know, being interviewed. And so you're watching these boys that are your age and how they're living life. But yet you're not taking that time to unplug and be out there in the real world. So what do we do? I don't know. In the article, it said um, challenging ourselves and committing to putting down your devices as parents may be saying after 9 p.m., completely unplugged, remove some of those social media apps from your phones um, during the school week. Start holding each other accountable as as friends. And instead of talking about, you know, just that fear of missing out, uh, realizing that our girls, they need to be loved. They need to feel safe. Um, they have to ha- be, feel free to grow into all they can be. And we have to unplug and be aware of how dangerous this is to go down this rabbit hole of what we are filling our minds with. What would it look like if we start telling stories again, if we sit around and we're laughing and we're working together and we're talking through life's you know, biggest questions? I was very fortunate because when I was in high school, my brother and I were super close to each other. He's a couple years older and we would sit around on, on Friday nights after a football game and we literally would stay up the entire night. As a matter of fact, my dad had us going to park and swap on Saturday morning. So we would have to get up at four 30 in the morning to pack the truck and go out to park and swap. And my brother and I around midnight would go, we really need to go to bed because tomorrow's going to roll around very quickly. And we're going to be exhausted sitting out in the sun with that sun beating down on your eyes and we're going to hate each other. (laughs) But yet we'd go, okay, 15 more minutes. And then 15 minutes would go by and we're like, okay, 15 more minutes. And we literally would just keep going into story after story of these amazing conversations. And I know often we even, you know, we would talk about, we both grew up in a Christian home and we would talk about why we believe so strongly in Christ and what Christ did for us. But as I got older, there were times when I would actually be embarrassed by my questions and doubts. And I think mainly because of the questions that people would ask me about the Bible. And I realized that I was, I really was moving with blind faith rather than investigating scripture for myself. So I, I always had my brother to, who also was coming with the same lens. So as we asked each other questions, we both were asking the same questions and we were able to deal with it together. Um, but there was one point where, and I, and I'm not saying that it was just one season. I, I still have these doubts as well, but I even thought there was something wrong with me when I would be sitting in a Bible study or church and people would make comments of, you know, God sent his 
only son to die on the cross for you. You know, what are you doing for him? Look at what he sacrificed. What are you sacrificing? And deep down in my, my deep, dark, secret closet, I would be really like cynical or just skeptical about comments like that. And I would think, well, it was his plan. He created us. This was, this is what he had all, you know, he figured it all out. So what did he really sacrifice if this was his plan? Once again, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but those thoughts rolled in my mind quite often. And I really didn't understand what kind of sacrifice or love that had transpired there because I, I didn't plan on creating myself. I didn't put myself on this earth um, to be, you know, loved that way. And for you to have to send your only son to, to die for me. And I know, I know now it's, it's time to turn off the podcast, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to be real and authentic here. I know God is an overwhelming mystery. And the more we investigate him and his word, the more questions um, to get stirred up. And I found myself saying, we, we will never know on this side of heaven because our human minds are so tiny. But what I have learned is that what he does use, um, just our questions or our struggles, our pain does completely draw us closer to him. And I found that we what we actually think will separate us from God often is what brings us closer to him. And I know that sounds so trite, uh, but we do have to believe his promises and stand on those promises, those treasures of hope and knowing that he is light. And no matter how dark and freaky life can be, he is there right alongside us. Um, so just want to say all of my doubts, all of the, I know, um, his mysteries, um, that Jesus is a must have. There's a, a book called anxiety interrupted and it's, um, R Rachel Dimsky in her book. She says, we've exchanged real light for artificial light. And we wonder why we are anxious why do we, you know, like social media uh, so much? And why are we so drawn to this like two dimensional filter a division of ourselves and other people? This online version of hearing through the windows or, or I, I, I should not say hearing, but like peeking through the windows at our neighbors. You know, what is so appealing about it? And. That's why I was even unpacking and doing a self-check on what took place yesterday when I really wanted to get this stuff done. And, and I know it's easy just to go, hey, it's okay to veg like that and get crazy and start going down those rabbit holes. But what is so appealing about that to learn um, what's going on in, in our culture and other people's uh, lives and why why do we find ourselves so fascinated with like a people magazine and um, how we can spend our time and there's just so much information out there it's almost as if it's that decision fatigue of which decision you know what am I going to decide to look at today and it's really easy just to scroll through Instagram or Facebook uh to, to peek into other people's lives. But today's challenge, today's action steps, 
is to give yourself some white space, uh, some time to be still and know that he is God. And like, like I said earlier, I'm not one to model, uh, as I frivolously scroll through YouTube, learning about everything, um, on one direction and Harry Styles, but sometimes that's okay too. I'm not advocating feeling guilty for wasting time. Sometimes our brain needs that, but how are we being intentional with our time? Are we accomplishing our it? Are we trying to schedule it in chunks um, of our day and creating space for our purpose, truly that purpose of what we were made for? What were we created for? Are we leaning in and asking God, help me to find my purpose, praying for it daily. You know, who am I available for this week or today? Who can I have an impact on? Who's going to have an impact on me? Like define it, God, make it so clear, bring clarity into my life so I can really see the direction that I need to be um, going down for today. And as we are creating that space for him, for his light, for his strength and not our weakness, um, what does that look like to really have that light shine onto us and in us? And with that, I, I just want to say it's so easy to start grabbing your phone first thing in the morning. And especially when you do get those little notifications like I did that says, oh, you got to look at this and it's one click away. And that ends up being our entire day of scrolling in between whatever we're doing, we're working, we're scrolling in social media rather than peeking into um, God's word. So with that, I uh, like I said, I will put those pictures up on Facebook <laughs> of my intermittent fasting that was taking place. And uh, I just want to challenge you not only to be aware of how we're being healthy, I want us also to um, just be challenged by what is your it? What do you, what do you need to be um, doing today? Can you, tomorrow is Friday, can you put that 30 minutes into your day to schedule what next week will look like? And in that white space to truly have that time to have your quiet time to be still and know that he is God. Signing off, I had a blast with you today. I'm looking forward to our next one. And I just have to say, um, Ben, our producer, said I have refined rambling. So with that, <laughs> I can't wait to ramble some more um, with you tomorrow. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriended, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself.